What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Imperfect Church Podcast. I'm your host, Brian. Thank you so much for tuning in. On this episode, we're going to talk about something that is and should be important to every single person listening. And this is a word that uh, appears in the Bible uh, over, you know, 356 times in the ESV version, 420 times in the King James version and and in the NASB version, which is the version I read out of 346 times. And this word is peace. Okay. Uh, so the title of this episode is Pursuing Peace. We're going to break down what peace is, why peace is important, and as a person, why we should pursue peace in our relationships, in our daily life, and the source of peace, which is, of course, Jesus. Um, I went and researched peace, and there's a lot of different definitions for it, and it's funny how um, the origins of this word is not only used as a greeting uh, in the Hebrew as Shalom, S-H-A-L-O-M, um, but the meaning of peace is just a, a really beautiful thing. So uh, the definition by text is freedom from disturbance, tranquility, a state or period in which there is no war or a war has ended. All right. And the Greek word for it is Irene, E-I-R-E-N-E, which is a state of national tranquility, uh, peace between individuals, harmony, concord, uh, security, safety, prosperity of the Messiah's peace and tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ undisturbed. So really a very, very powerful word is peace for sure. And the Bible uses the word peace a lot. And peace is one of those things that I think that is a very underrated word. And it's something that we all should be pursuing more of. Right. Because a lot of times you when people get stressed out or people are in tough times, you know, I want peace or going through issues with a person you're asking for peace. And so. Uh, I just want to hit you with some key scriptures and then we'll kind of dive into the points of this message. And uh, Romans 12, 18, if possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. So this is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is one of the scriptures that I try to live by, uh, because in life you will uh, stumble upon conflict one way or the other, whether it's people you love or people you work with or people you interact with, there will be conflict. But, you know, the Bible here's a clear command here says that we should all strive to be at peace with all men. And peace is something that just means the absence of war, the absence of disturbance. It's a freedom from disturbance. And how we get that is truly being dependent upon God. Right. We're looking at God as our source. We're looking at God as our guidance and our direction. We're really submitting all of our needs and desires over to God and being dependent upon him. And that's what produces the peace. Right. Peace is not something that we can get from money. It's not something that we can get from our relationships It's solely based off a settled, tranquil state of knowing that God's got you no matter what. All right. And when we think about peace and we think about the reasons why so many people don't have peace, 
we have to take a look on the inside, right? Uh, one of the notes that I wrote down here was a uh, inward mess leads to an outward mess. There are a lot of things that we don't necessarily surrender or give over to God and we try to handle it ourselves. And in that can produce an internal conflict, right? You know, if you are a believer, you know that prayer changes things and, you know, seeking biblical community and really doing what the word of God says, which requires us to humble ourselves, requires us to treat people in a manner that's honoring to God. And that could create a war inside of us. And a lot of times that robs us of having peace. Right. And so that inward mess that leads to an outward mess is the struggle that we have in our heart to where, yes, human me wants to use choice words or want to seek vengeance or don't like this or don't like that. And it'll lead to an outward mess sometimes if it goes unchecked. But when we know God is our peace, right, when I know Jesus, even though I don't like this, I know that I have you and I know that everything's going to work itself out for my good. That's peace, y'all. That's peace. It's the absence of war. Right. And then with that inward message, we really have to take time to make sure that we're praying. We really have to take time to make sure that we are spending time in our word and not just being consumed with conflict. Right. Uh, next, we all need to have a default setting of forgiveness and our GPS system needs to be set on the destination of peace. Uh, there is no way for any of us, no matter how lucky, happy go lucky we are, that we're going to go through life and not encounter conflict. And a great way to um, kind of work your way back towards peace is through forgiveness. You know, peace comes from God and we know that. There are times in life where people will make mistakes, people will say things, people will be in opposition of us. And we have to realize that that's a natural thing for humans to do. We're sinful by nature. We're selfish by nature. We want what we want and we want the best out of everyone around us. Right. So that we can ultimately get what we want. And it's important in those times that. We have a default setting of forgiveness. I understand you're human. I understand you're going through something. And really, if something or someone bothers you, get in front of God with it. How often do we say, God bless you, and we're being sarcastic? But you should truly want God to bless that person. You should truly want that person to be walking in God's will and to know that Someone's praying for them because when we're going through stuff, we desire that people pray for us, too. And prayer does fix things and it won't necessarily be an instant fix. But the fact that you're going to God, God's going to give you a peace about things and he's going to give you um, that extra mm or whatever you need so that you can progress in a healthy way. We all need to make sure that. We are progressing in a healthy way and seeking God and, and getting at the feet of God in prayer and willing to listen will bring you peace. Right. 
So an inward mess leads to an outward mess, right? And even with that, with, with us as believers, is we will project whatever we have going on on the inside. I don't care how well you hide it from everyone else. It will come out in, in your tone and how you treat people in your level of patience. So, you know, there should be no secrets from God. There should be no secrets that you can't go to God with or conflict that you can't go to God with and get some type of resolution that's going to end up um, maturing into your peace. All right. Uh, the next thing is understanding prevents judgment. You know, none of us have a heaven or a hell to put anyone in. So therefore, that doesn't need to be our focus. Um, God clearly tells us in his word is that we should not judge or we will be judged. And I don't know about you, but because I don't have a heaven or a hell to throw someone in, I don't try to put someone in that place. You know, will I look at something that someone says or does? Absolutely. But as far as judgment, guys, we can truthfully say this. You should never say what you won't do. Because you never know. In desperate times, people do desperate things. And, you know, it's not just a matter of someone's need not being met. There can be somebody who's emotionally desperate, who may act out of character or continue to do things out of character because they feel empty inside. They're going through a war on the inside. They're absent of peace. So we have to understand that understanding helps prevent judgment. When we understand that this is a person, they are going through something. God created them. God can come alongside them. God can correct them. God can challenge them. God can redeem them. God will forgive them. It keeps us from being judgmental. And if you think about it, right? If you're looking at someone's words or their actions, it's very easy to give them a label. It's easy to judge them. But it's another thing to say, you know what, God, you still love them regardless. And God, I still want what's best for them. Right. So we need to make sure that in those moments we're you know, we're trying to be understanding. It doesn't mean that we agree. It doesn't mean that we are you know, going to just stand there and let someone do something to us. But we have to have peace within our soul to just try to find understanding so that hopefully we can have a connection. and Hopefully we can lead them and guide them in the right way uh, if it's, you know, something that can actually be done. And one important thing about peace is we need to understand that God alone is the source of peace. A lot of times. Uh, as humans, it's really easy to become materialistic. It's really easy to rely on certain things to bring us to a certain level of comfort. Right. And comfort and peace are two different things. We don't want to confuse the two. So when it comes to peace, you know, this peace alone, you know, it comes from God. God is the supplier of peace. It's the one who created us. It's the one who redeems us. It's the one who forgives us. It's the one who provides for us that gives us that tranquil state, that state that's free of disturbance. You know, when we're in God's presence, we're not worried about anything else. 
when we know God will never leave us nor forsake us, it eases those worries. It eases that mental war and those gymnastics that we go through mentally of is this going to work out or is this going to be bad? It eases the war of, oh, my God, this is happening to me again. And it's so important that we go to God and we pray for peace. Right. Pray for peace. Ask God to reveal and refresh and restore your heart so that you can walk in the freedom of who God called you to be. Too many of us walk around with grudges. Too many of us walk around with offense. Too many of us walk around envious. Too many of us walk around with gossip and slander on our tongue. And for what? As if it's going to progress you in God's will for your life. Absolutely not. So my prayer for you is that you seek peace. Seek to be at peace with all men. And, and here's the funny thing. If we go back to Romans 12, 18, it says, if possible, so far as it depends on you. Be at peace with all men. If possible. Right. When the Apostle Paul was writing this, he knows that sometimes that there's no getting through to somebody. There are certain times where you do need to put space and you may need to walk away. But at the end of the day, what's beautiful about this verse is it says so far as it depends on you. And I just want to call you out. If you're a believer, you got to make sure you're going to Christ. It's real easy to want to run to other people. It's real easy to want to get people on your side and and go ahead and start building your case. But the reality of it is, is you need to submit your heart to God. You need to realize that the same thing that that person is doing to you when you put someone down, when you mistreat God's creation, you're being just as disobedient as they are. We're called a peace. So as far as it depends on you, you got to make sure that you're turning to God. That's nobody else's responsibility. That's nobody else's call but you. You got to get to God. Get to God with it. Right. And that includes also having that peace that comes from the scriptures. You know, when we read God's word, we get practical and we get examples from those who have come before us. God's word is designed for us to know God's character so that we know he's not this God that's trying to punish us and send us to hell and wrath and brimstone like some of us grew up learning. No, God is loving. God is compassionate. God cares about the details. God cares about everything that you're going through. The success and the failure. The good and the bad. Right. And if you think about God's love for us, he sent his only son. To live a sinless life so that we have eternal life. He sent Jesus not to be served, but to be an example. He was a love offering. And it's funny because one of the names that they call Jesus in the Bible is the Prince of Peace. And if he's the Prince of Peace, why not run to him to make sure you have it in area, every area of your life? Right. Uh, Romans 14, 9 says, so then we pursue the things which make for peace and the building up of one another. And so 
Uh, this is part of the Bible in Romans 14 where it says principles of conscience. And it's talking about how we should interact and treat people, which a lot of times the reason why we don't have peace in our lives is because of the relationships in our lives. It's the people we interact with. It's the people we're around. And we need God in order to handle people. Right. God made people. God created people. Uh, most important is that we were called to love and serve people. Everybody was. And so one of the things that the Holy Spirit was kind of speaking to me as I was going through this uh, is that humility is the currency of connection. Humility is the currency of connection. And it's extremely important that we are being humble, getting in front of God and asking God to check our hearts and check us with how we're moving forward with things. You know, it's easy to get caught in frustration, but I must ask you, are you pursuing peace or are you pursuing war? And when you practice humility, you are not seeking to put someone else down. You are not even necessarily seeking to be viewed as right. You are just saying, hey, I'm here to understand. I'm here to listen. I've walked through that. I've made that mistake. I can see that you're hurt. I can see that this is affecting you. How can I be there for you? Humility allows for connection, right? Humility is the currency of connection. Because when we are humble with people, when we're humble, we will be vulnerable. We will be better listeners. We will be more understanding. We will be less judgmental, if judgmental at all. We will make an effort to be there for someone. Right. And the funny thing when I you know, was looking at peace and, and thinking about times in my life where peace has been beneficial is sometimes your peace can serve as somebody else's peace. You know, I've had interesting situations in my life and by no means am I a saint and have I done everything right. But I never forget um, this was way back in the day I was working at Hex, which is owned by Macy's now, but a department store. And I remember helping this older lady with her packages or her bags. I was, you know, carrying them to her car. And, you know, this is an hourly job and, you know, I'm helping this lady out and, you know, I'm carrying this big box. I can't remember what she bought. And I remember opening, like holding this big box with one arm, pushing the door open with another arm. And she's just like, you know, thank you so much, son. I greatly appreciate you. And I remember, you know, we get to her car and I put this box in her car and she goes, uh, Brian, can I ask you something? And, you know, yes, ma'am. And she says. You know God, don't you? And I said, well, yes, ma'am. I said, I am a Christian. I said, you know, wh why do you ask? You know, because I think that's kind of, it was just a unique thing for me. And I'm a young man at this time, probably in my early 20s, if that. And she says, because you have a peace about you. You have a peace about you. And it's interesting that someone says that because oftentimes we get so stuck in our own head that we don't see ourselves as being peaceful. Maybe we're walking through a season that doesn't look like it should 
or maybe we have feelings that don't feel great. But there's peace there when we seek out God. There's peace there that God continues to bless us with. And he renews that peace and he can restore that peace no matter how bad the situation is or how grim everything looks. God is a provider of peace. And so I want to be encouraging you all that your peace sometimes can provide peace in someone else. And it's not saying that you're supposed to provide that and, hey, go ahead and radiate this secondhand peace to everybody because it's it's very few instances when that happens. But it can happen. So pray for peace. Uh, pray for God to be there. You know, how amazing and incredible is life when you know, you're free from disturbance. You can focus on your purpose and God's will for your life. You can continue to move forward in a healthy way. You're not looking for conflict and dysfunction. You're not on the offense. I mean, excuse me, on the defense all the time. Right. And I get excited when I think about peace. And I get excited when I think about pursuing peace in areas of my life where I'm really working on being at peace. Right. Because we'll in, encounter trials. It's inevitable. You will suffer in life. It is inevitable. But we must know that peace means something. To God. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, peace appears, you know, 356 times in the ESV version of the Bible, 420 times in the King James Version, 346 times in the NASB. And just to give you a comparison, right, we'll just use ESV or no, we'll use NASB because I have those two numbers there. Excuse me, you guys. But peace occurs 346 times in the NASB version. Love appears 541 times. So if God took that much time to make sure that those things were mentioned that many times, it's important. It really is important. Imperfect Church, my prayer is that you pursue peace. You pursue it for your own life. You pursue it for your relationships. You pursue it for your destiny. Peace is important. And I pray that you have peace in everything that you do or you seek peace or pursue peace in everything that you do so that you can do things in a way that honors God, but keeps you in his will and his way. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, there'll be some notes in the uh, description below in the show notes or whatever about this. Um, you know, I'll leave the scriptures there. I'll leave the points of the message there. But thank you so much for tuning in in Perfect Church. I pray that this has been encouraging and inspiring right where you are. Uh, please uh, share this podcast with someone. You know, there's someone out there who may be struggling with peace. And I pray that this helps them to realize that they can go to God and God can provide that peace for them, regardless of the situation. All right. So God bless you. God keep you until we talk again.